This is the Carl Miller Show, where we talk about all things real estate, financial investments, and getting into a home you love. With over 15 years of experience, this is your host, Carl Miller. In this show, we will review my predictions from a year ago about the housing market, how close was I to reality, and the outlook for the 2023 housing market from the National Association of Realtors. You're listening to The Carl Miller Show. I'm your host and the principal broker of Carl Miller Realty, located at 7700 Timberlake Road in Lynchburg. We're your caring, competent, trusted advisor for real estate sales and service. It's time for a new featured listing from Carl Miller Realty. It's a great time to build a home, and this week, rapid fire, I'm going to showcase some of the building lots we have listed. In Forest and the Gilfield Village subdivision, four lots are available, ranging in price from $39,900 to $50,000. Two of these are in a cul-de-sac. In Campbell County on Wheeler Road is a 6.5-acre tract for just $59,900. Also in Campbell County on Roundtree Road in Concord is a beautiful 7.4-acre property across from a restored cabin surrounded by farmland for $52,900. And finally, Ridgetop Lots in Mount Vista Drive in Campbell County are for sale, four lots totaling well, ranging from three to nine acres, and with a sales price of seventy to ninety-five thousand. And in Pennsylvania County on Leesville Lake is a waterfront lot in the Eagle Point Shores community, just twenty minutes from Alta Vista for seventy-five thousand dollars. For information on any of these lots or the other ones we have listed, contact us today. Well, thanks for listening to the Carl Miller Show. Happy holiday to your family. I'm joined in the studio by Yancey Campbell, our marketing director. Good morning, Yancey. Good morning, Carl. This is the holiday week. Our office will be closed the 26th through the 3rd, but you can still reach us. That's right. Christmas is tomorrow. Yeah. Crazy. Yes. You can still reach us while our office is closed. You can follow us on our social media pages, and those are at Carl Miller Realty, or you can visit our website. That is carlmillerrealty.com. Yeah. And Carl, by way of announcements, thank you to every person who dropped off a coat for those in need at our office these past few months with the Foster Fuels Spread the Warmth Coat Drive. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. It was was great to see all the people stop by and drop Mm -hmm. off coats. And I know Foster Fuels collected probably getting close to 3,000 coats. Mm -hmm. And that's... uh, wrapped up now but just really good way for the community to just to provide for those in need absolutely and this was the second year that they did it so i'm sure they're going to be doing it a third year and we would love to partner with them again next year on Mm -hmm. that but coming up uh we announced this last week but coming up only in two short months is the holiday lake trail race uh that is kind of a pick your distance race they have a 10k 25 or 50k and that's at the holiday lake state park on february 18th and carl miller realty is sponsoring the runner lunches um and that's gonna be a fun race it's gonna be cold and we talked last week about how one year there was seven inches of snow on the ground but hopefully this year it's just a 75 and sunny day in february <laughs> it feels weird to be talking about february like how it's only what six or seven weeks oh, away I know. But it's, it, the, the time flies when you're having it fun does. but hopefully everyone's relaxing this weekend mm-hmm. maybe you're not even listening to the show you're catching this podcast a week or two later but Regardless, we appreciate you tuning in, and our goal is to add value to you. This is the time of year where people tend to look forward, set goals, and resolve to improve their lives. Are you a goal or New Year's resolution lady, Yancey? You know, growing up, I always had like a New Year's resolution, and for the past few years, I haven't, but I do have one this year. Great. For all of January, I'm going to make coffee at home and not spend money on coffee out. So it's going to be interesting to see, but I think I'll save a lot of money that way. You will. (laughs) I find it's also a good practice to reflect back this time of year, evaluate, see what went well, what needs improvement, what Mm -hmm. steps 
need to take place in order to move to a better place. And so this show, we'll, we'll be actually reflecting back on the housing market. Last week, we talked about all the marketing stuff that we did, which was great. But mm-hmm. this week, let's talk about the housing market. And let's go back to what uh, we predicted in December of 2021 about where the housing market was going to go. And I was actually criticized for stating what I did after that show because some people felt that the numbers that I stated that they were simply not going to happen, especially mm. the one about rising real estate values. Mm. I'm a transparent guy, and I will acknowledge when I'm wrong. So let's go back and just play the clip from a year ago this week. All right, but before we play that, were your predictions wrong? <laughs> let's see. One year ago this week. So what will 2022 hold for the real estate market of Greater Lynchburg? That's the question I'm being asked a lot. And We get to the end of the year, and people start thinking about the next year, and New Year's goals. And so three predictions. I'm going to just go on record and state. Okay. First, the market will reveal homes will continue to be very fast paced. Short supply will be out there in high demand, kind of like 2021 again. Mm-hmm. Second, cost of mortgage money will rise slightly. And third, local real estate prices will appreciate another 8% in 2022. And that's 100% made up, but that's what I'm going to Ooh, predict. 8%. So there you go. That's so funny hearing a year ago us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very, very interesting. So you said fast pace, short supply, and high demand, and that the cost of money will rise sli- raise slightly and local real estate will appreciate 8%. That That's what I said. So uh, how did it turn out? <laughs> well, fast pace. It was the fastest pace market that the United States has ever seen. Median so days. So we're good on there. Yeah, median <laughs> days on the market. Well, you remember February through July was 4 days on the market, oh, yeah. 5 days on the market. We saw more multiple offers than ever even on our listings. And almost at any given time, the first 9 months of the year, there were fewer than mm-hmm. 250 houses for sale. Sometimes we were actually just below 200, but most of the year to under 220, but majority of the year under 250. And even though we got to 300 one week, uh, in the fall, we're now down to under 260 houses for sale these last weeks in December. So you were spot on with number one, Carl. Yeah, it was actually crazier than I thought it would be. I mean, I would say two times crazier just because it was well, it was just nuts. Yeah, it was. And so you also stated interest rates would increase slightly. <laughs> I was right about the first part of that sentence. <laughs> Dead wrong about the slightly part. So, I, I, you know, the Fed got really serious this year, mm-hmm. as we all know, about curbing inflation. Rates did not go up slightly. They went up over 125%. Uh, you know, we heard at the beginning of the year that the Fed would kind of raise the rates five or six times, but it's just, it was very, very surprising to see what what actually happened in the speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the margin of increase along with this. In the 1980s, interest rates rose way more than the current rise. The difference, though, is just the speed. Like It just happened so fast. Basically, mm-hmm. effectively, in about four months' time, interest rates doubled. And this did affect the market the second half of this year because the sales volume pace fell off dramatically in September through, honestly, this month. It did. And again, interest rates rose, but the dramatic rise is what, is what uh, happened. So, I'm going to give myself a wrong score on that prediction. I think you could get, you know, like a participation award for that one, Carl, because you were correct. They did increase, but not slightly. 
Yeah, they did. Um, and we talked about last week that that is the main factor affecting housing markets. So, so one right, one pretty half wrong, although you were half right, interest rates we'll did rise. We'll call it But wrong. since you got that one wrong, what happened with your third prediction? Were you right or were you wrong about sales prices increasing 8%? Well, I'll tell you what, let's play a clip where I expanded on that third point, and Anthony, our amazing producer, has it all queued up for us. So, just kind of going forward, I fully expect that the supply and demand side of the equation are going to just stay very, very high. I don't see any reason why prices don't go up 8% in 2022. And again, like we said at the beginning, this is just a Carl Miller gut call. <laughs> I haven't heard anyone else say this. I'm just kind of looking at the market saying there's nothing stopping those prices just from continuing to climb. Yeah. And I think that's where we'll be at in 2022. So here we are a year later. What happened, Carl? Well, we, we don't have all the official data in, but running MLS data through December 15th, mm -hmm. the market is up not 8%. But 11.1%. Wow. So you, you got it right. Not only was the market up, but it was up over 8%. Yeah. For the last year, the median sales price was $234,000. Now, that was all of 2021. We don't have the final numbers yet, like I said, for 22. But uh, through the 15th of the month, the median sales price is at 260. So mm -hmm. that's 11.1%, just over mm -hmm. 11%. And that's, again, single family homes, Lynchburg, and three touching counties. So you've got two and a half out of three, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it two out of three. I do want to emphasize the markets are way bigger than me. It's bigger than our sellers, and it's bigger than our buyers. There are indicators that we watch, and with confidence all year, we've been saying, hey, short supply, high demand equals rising prices. Mm -hmm. uh, currently, there's still a short supply. There's demand and stable prices. And the only reason that demand dropped and that prices stabilized mm -hmm. is that the interest rates more than doubled. You know, they're up more than that from a year ago. So the Fed, the Fed's plan on is working to actually curb inflation on the housing market front, at least. Mm -hmm. So changing topics, you know, what did the volume of sales do? How how many houses sold this year compared to 2021? I feel like those are those would be some cool numbers to take a look yeah. at as we prepare for 2023. In that prediction that from last year, I did not talk about the sales volume numbers because I, I just kind of frankly wasn't, I wasn't sure, and I'm not sure even going into next year, how the supply side yeah. would be affected. In fact, I disagree with Chief Economist Lawrence Yoon last year. He said our nation's inventory levels would increase in 2022. He said that there would be more houses for sale, new, more new construction. And this turned out to be true in the fourth quarter of this year, but that was certainly not the case the first three quarters of the year. Locally, our inventory has risen only slightly from a year ago. The number of homes sold though is down, like we talked about last week, it's down 13% from 2021. Mm -hmm. So I encourage you, if you want to learn more about the volume side of things, listen to last week's show on the Carl Miller podcast, where we talk about the volume of sales and why there is internal pressure to keep inventory low um, on sales volume going into 2023. That's good info. And, and I'm looking to talk about what we predict for 2023 next segment, Carl. Yeah, we've got, go ahead. We can, and we, Going into 2024 next year at this time, we can yeah. replay this show oh, we, yeah. and just start making it something we do every year and Why seeing not? if we're correct or not. Why not? In fact, I'll just put it out there. I'll put a bold predictions out for three Carl's predictions yeah. for 2023. How about that? And then that we'll see if I can great. If I can get two and a half out of three right every year, I'll call that a success. That's right. Carl's Clips. Carl's Real Estate Tip of the Week. Are you frustrated that your rent increased this year? Many people are. While the Fed is rising rates to curb inflation, rent rates where the pain is felt is what many of my tenants this winter definitely are feeling for expenditures as a percentage of household income. There likely will be more rent rate increases for 2023. 
And you can lock your own mortgage fixed rate payment by buying a home in 2023. If you felt sick of renting and are in the two out of three tenants who plan to buy a home in the next three years camp, let us guide you to home ownership in 2023. Many of our first-time home buyers found home ownership was within reach this year and today are enjoying the holiday season in their own home. If you want that to be your reality next year, we are here to support you in this courageous decision. We have the knowledge, resources, and advice to successfully get you there. Call us in January. We'll lay out a game plan customized for you. Our first-time home buyers are celebrating in a new way this year in their new homes, and you can join them next holiday season. When we come back, we're going to explore the 2023 housing outlook, and I'll lay out three bold predictions for the year. Welcome back to The Carl Miller Show. I'm the principal broker of Carl Miller Realty and Yancey Campbell, our marketing director for our firm, is my co-host. As we wind down the year, we've been talking about the market, what happened in 2023, and it's the holiday season, Yancey. Mm -hmm. It is. So if listeners want to get a hold of us. That's right. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Carl Miller Realty. You can find us on our website. That's carlmillerrealty.com. And if you want to hear the past shows of The Carl Miller Show from 2022, all of our podcasts are uploaded to pretty much any podcast platform you can think of. And you can go back and listen to any month's show. They're all labeled on there by the different uh, things that we talk about. And you can just kind of go learn a little bit more about the market, what 2022 looked like and yep. and all that. And if you're on the Instagram account, you might even be able to find the Happy Holidays greeting that we recorded for That's our right. <laughs> wonderful clients. We do appreciate our clients. Our clients keep us in business. We're in business because... People keep sending us business and referring us to their family, friends, and coworkers. And it seems like no matter how much money we spend on marketing, between 82 to 86% comes in it's from referral. referrals every yeah. year. So referral we just based. value the relationships. And we're excited to partner with those relationships and serving the greater Lynchburg area for 2023. It's going to be a good year. Well, in this segment, I wanted to just kind of set the stage for 2023, according to the latest report from the National Association of Realtors. And uh, in the last segment, you know, we we played clips from 2021 of what Carl was predicting for 2022. But I wanted to just go ahead and talk through an infographic that they released of the 2023 housing market forecast. And, mm -hmm. you know, what does that hold? And here's what experts are, experts are having to say about what lies ahead. But home price appreciation will vary. That's what a lot of, of the chief economists with the NAR are saying. Some experts call for a slight appreciation and some mm -hmm. call for a slight depreciation on a national level. And Carl mm -hmm. and I say this a lot, but locally and nationally, it look a lot different. So we're speaking on a national level right now from the yeah. infographic that we're reading. Yeah, about. yeah. It is, and it's funny as, as I listen to different experts talk, like there's just a whole bunch of different variety of opinions. There are. And, and I think it just goes to show nobody knows for sure. Yeah. But you, you alluded to this previously. We talked about the even last show. It seems like the whole world is hinging on the interest rates. Mm. So true. I mean, it, it depends on the interest rates of if someone's going to purchase a home or not most of the time. We, yes. Uh, it's interesting when I th look at that and think about that because I mean, we even talked about just last segment how we predicted interest rates would rise, and I use the word slightly, but because it rose so much, I mean, you even heard on the clip that we played, 
that there's nothing stopping house prices from continuing to rise rapidly, mm-hmm. right? Well, the thing that stopped it was the interest rates rising. Mm-hmm. So now if they drop, what will happen? We know what's going to happen mm-hmm. from the buyer standpoint. There'll be a bunch of buyers getting back in the market, mm-hmm. but how much will it affect it over right. a year's worth right. of time? The NAR is also making the bold uh, claim that it's mm-hmm. all about supply and demand. And yes. But the average is neutral price appreciation for the country. And so the latest forecasts from, I'll, I'll read two of the, or two or three of the seven that were yeah. interviewed, but Realtor.com is saying that. It's going to be five point four percent home price appreciation. Yeah, this is this is appreciation, and that's mm-hmm. a bold stance. That's a lot. Which which differs a little bit from the chief economist Lawrence Yoon, mm-hmm. who put out the report that says one percent. Mm-hmm. So it's almost even within the organization. There's a little bit of hedging of the bet. Yeah, I mean you've got Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac yeah. that are saying we're going to have. 0.2% depreciation, yep, yep. and Fannie Drop. Mae's saying 1.5% mm-hmm. depreciation. So mm-hmm. that going from a 5.4% appreciation from Realtor.com stance is very different. So it, it there really are a lot of opinions. Well, and then and then there's another one on here, Zellman, who says the prices will go down 5.1%. So you have across the board difference. this 5%, 5.4% prediction for increase, and then Zellman says down 5.1%. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it's it's interesting, and I think really it kind of goes to what the Fed's going to do. And of course, the Fed's saying they're making their decisions based on the fact if if inflation's curbed or not, which yeah. is the next graph. Yep. That mortgage you rates. you have talk about here. The mortgage rates will go from where they go from here. Just largely depends on what happens with inflation. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mortgage rates will respond to that inflation, and. Greg McBride, the chief financial analyst for Bankrate, quoted, mm-hmm. mortgage rates could pull back meaningfully next year if inflation pressures ease. Right. So, you know, we might see a little bit of that right. um, in 2023. But home sales, you know, they're predicting are going to moderate. Home sales yeah. are projected to be lower than 2022 due to higher mortgage rates that have moderated buyer demand. Mm-hmm. But it also, inventory, you know, are we going yeah. to have more inventory or not? Because that's going to predict also what the home sales are going to look like. It will. Like. You know, looking at the numbers for, for the in millions in the U.S., they're, they're saying, and again, the, the, again, the, the, the experts kind of vary, but one thing that's pretty consistent that we know about for 2022 is that we'll, we'll end up somewhere between 5.7 and 5.8 mm-hmm. million units sold mm-hmm. in 2022. So 2023, again, there's this variety because the average is 5.1. Let's just put it that way. And they're taking like about five or six different companies' predictions and saying 5.1. So it'll go from 5.8 sales down to 5.1 sales, which is 700,000 fewer. Yep. You've got Fannie Mae in there saying maybe 4.4, which is mm-hmm. a pretty big jump that's when you're low. looking at millions of units. Yeah, that's that. Uh, oh, gosh. If it, if it drops that much, we're going to have some serious um, pressure on a lot of other sectors in the economy mm-hmm. besides housing. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to point out three of the points that they made about 2023. Yeah. Uh, the first one is 2023 puts wild in wild cards. And mm-hmm. they stated in the article, political and economic events can always shake up the housing outlook as was the case with major financial financial shifts in 2022. Along with factors including supply chain disruptions and conflict in Ukraine, markets have largely begun to adjust for these changes, such as with the Fed's efforts to combat inflation with rate hikes. And as such, forecasted 2023 housing trends don't anticipate a major shakeup like a recession, but it's still a possibility. Carl, I'd love to know your thoughts on this because we've talked about a recession. Brian mm-hmm. Buffini's talked about it. Mm-hmm. Are we in one right now? Are we preparing for one? <laughs> well, I think, I mean, if we look at the historical definition of what a recession is, I think we're, we are in a recession. Mm-hmm. 
Now, that doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing. In fact, there's right. there's never been a time ever in a recession where rent rates have dropped. And there's only been two times in the history of economic data that a recession has caused house prices to mm. drop. And and one of them was the last great big housing recession crisis that we came out of from 2007, 2008, mm-hmm. which is fueled by the housing market. And then we there was another very short period of time in the 80s where prices dropped just a little bit. But even most times in recessions, uh, house prices are not affected. So... I'm not worried about the fact that, that we're in a recession, um, but but what'll be interesting is where will these interest rates go and how disruptive will that be to yeah. the housing market specifically? You know, because if it leads to lower mortgage rates, mm-hmm. then we're going to see a shift in the market. You know, I think more buyers are going to be coming back out, kind of like we saw mm-hmm. spring of 22 yep. when we had really historically low rates. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if they go back up, then it's going to tighten even harder on buyers. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, the article that you that you have here, I mean, it says in this last line here, although a potential recession may lead to lower mortgage rates, mm-hmm. ultimately buyers purchasing power will suffer as for sellers. Will likely mean less demand and potential price drops, but here's the thing: if those ro- if those rates lower, then the buyer's purchasing power is going to go back up again. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So. so the second point that they make is it isn't 08, and mm-hmm. during the mid 2000s housing boom, home sales were elevated for more than five years. Right. It took another five years for home sales to recover from the economic aftermath. So comparatively, mortgage rate hikes have brought a quicker but less dramatic end to the recent frenzy, mm-hmm. during which buyers have had a better qualified than in 08. It looks a lot different, and I think. The thing that is wrong is a lot of people are comparing this to 08, right. and it's not, it's similar in some areas, but not really. Yeah, the biggest difference is inventory. Uh, in, and I remember, you know, in 2005, we had the U.S. had 10 months of housing supply, and then they were building all these new subdivisions mm-hmm. in Arizona and Florida. Well, any pick any market, basically, any major metro area. Uh, and the reason those developments were happening so fast is because anybody could just basically walk into any financial institution and get a loan to build a house or to buy a home. And and because of the ease of getting money, then that's what pushed the housing boom to the point where, where quite frankly, we overbuilt in the mm. U.S. I mean, we had 10 months of housing supply. Mm-hmm. And then when wow. this when the stock market all crashed, when everything came, down, came crashing down on the mortgage money, um, these subdivisions just stopped. I mean, there was, there was literally ghost towns where Framers just just walked away. I mean, mm-hmm. buildings just were left mm-hmm. uh, half built, and and then what happens, of course, is uh, when people can't get loans and and job losses happen, the, the demand dropped off, and that just we just had this major major supply, and then throughout 08 and 09, 010, going into 2012, all the foreclosures happened. So there was a lot of vacant houses, and and building just didn't really happen there for a few years. And so finally, building started to happen again. But but and the reason that we got away with it is because we had all these vacant homes in the U.S. There were so many vacant homes, mm-hmm. and it just took a while for the demand to catch up to where all of a sudden we had the pinch in supply. We didn't really start to feel that in the country until about 2017, 2018. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, that was a long explanation, but I agree, it does come back to supply and demand. Yeah, and their last point that they made in the article was, although home sales are expected to slow overall in 2023, there could be a second wind in the second half. And Mm -hmm. Realtor.com's forecast points to the possibility of just a 
Second wind in buying activity and with mortgage rate hikes projected to continue through March, the spring season will likely be less busy than in a typical year as buyers and sellers recalibrate their expectations around smaller budgets. Mm -hmm. And this break could provide space for demand to renew as mortgage rates dip later in the year. And a lot of people do love to uh, buy in the summertime. So maybe we'll see that uptick a little bit more in May, June, July of 2023. Yeah, you've heard me say in the office at the office meetings that, you know, I do expect that the number of sales will be down fairly significantly. And as real estate professionals, we're going to have to work harder than Mm -hmm. we've had to in the past. And you know, when the market's flying, anybody can do it. Like, and it just bugs me when I see somebody talking about how they listed a house, a real estate professional listing a house, and then it sold in two days for you know ten percent above list price. And it's like I did that. Um, no, the market. No, you didn't, sister. The market did that. You know, and, and you know, or brother. I'm not. Yeah, to be I was going to say here. sister. I'm not trying to be sexist here, but you know, you know what I mean. Like there was agents taking credit, like right. as if they were taking. We're trying to do that right now. Mm-hmm. Try mm-hmm. to list the house right now mm-hmm. and get your 10% more over list right. price and sell it in 48 hours. And I guess you could do that if you grossly underpriced the home. To quote Carl Miller, the market sets the price. <laughs> what it sold for is because of the market yeah. and maybe a little bit of your own well, doing. And the speed of the market, too. <laughs> right. You know, and of right. course, I mean, you know, so anyway, uh, we won't get into all of that. But I mean, obviously, there's, there's exceptions. Sometimes you have a buyer lined up for the house already and all that stuff. But yeah, from home sales to prices, the 2023 housing market will be defined by mortgage rates, is what this article continues to state. And where rates go depends on what happens with inflation, which is what we've already said. So, Carl, you promised us uh, that you're going to give us your three predictions. So what do you think prices will do locally? All right. I guess I set myself up for this, didn't I? So here's my three predictions for 2023. Number one, inventory will continue to be very short. We're not going to solve the supply crisis, the supply side of housing. It's going to be low all year. At the end of 2022, we had fewer than 270 single-family homes for sale in Lynchburg and three touching counties. I predict that next year at this time, we will still be under 300 houses for sale. Mm. Uh, we just simply don't have enough new supply. No. There's not enough new homes being built. No. And with rates rising now, you know, sellers aren't as willing to put their house on the market mm-hmm. if they're locked into a low, so I, a low interest rate. So I think that inventory is going to still be very short. That's my number one prediction. Number okay. two, prices locally will be stable. All right, I'm, I'm hedging my bet a little bit here, but I'm going to predict 2% variance. Okay. If the interest rates drop, then house prices will go up 2% in 2023. If they stay the same at our current 7 plus percent then the 30 on the 30-year rate, then the prices will be flat or down up to 2%. Okay. So we're going to be within 2%. And that's your final answer because we're replaying this answer. next year, Carl. I, I agree. And, and again, it just, I mean- Again, it, it depends on the interest rate. I mean, last year I yeah. said that the interest rates were going to go up slightly. They went up a lot. They went up 3.5% more we than you still, said. we still increased in prices by 11%. So, mm-hmm. you know, but but the, that, that rapid double-digit growth is done with. It's mm-hmm. over. It's That's not happening anymore. Uh, so it just depends what interest rates do. And then the third prediction is sales volume. So I'm going to go to volume. Volume is going to be down. I'm going to say locally our sales volume will be down 10% or more. Wow. We have a supply side constriction that's going to negatively affect how many homes sell next year. So 10%. I think the NAR or Lawrence June says 7%. I'm saying locally we're going to be down at least 10%. Okay. I hope I'm wrong. I I hope you're wrong too. 10% (laughs) is a very big chunk of sales volume. And there are a lot of realtors in the area. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. And some of them will not be in business next year at yeah, this time. Yeah. I mean, going from this year to 2023, if it's going to go down 10%, it, it's going to weed out some some realtors probably. I, you know, it, that's that's just going to happen. Yeah. But uh, we're, we're set up for success. I'm super excited about the new year. 
feel like our staff, our systems, our processes are in place, and mm-hmm. we're going to have a thriving 2023 regardless of what the market And there does. you have it, Carl's predictions for next year. Let's see how I did next year at this time. And now, the bizarre real estate fact of the week. This one's short and sweet. 50% of millennial investors choose to invest in real estate. And that 50%, those are very smart people. <laughs> as, as they should. And there's a number of those in our office, actually. That's right. <laughs> well, if you have real estate questions you want answered on the air, send your questions to any of our social media platforms. Thank you for tuning in to The Carl Miller Show, your local, caring, competent, trusted advisors for all things real estate. If you're looking to move this winter, contact us today at carlmillerrealty.com for a detailed market report of your home's value and how you can leverage our professional resources to get the best possible sales terms today. You did not miss the boat if you're a seller. Prices are still at all-time highs, and things are selling fast, and there will be buyers buying in the spring. In fact, that's going to start in January and February. So help us, let us help you get where you want to go, and we will see you next week. We will see you next year as we head back for the Carl Miller Show and all that 2023 holds. So have a great holiday season, everyone. We'll be in touch.